0: Mike Pittsburgh Steelers fans it is time For another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. Of course, my name is Michael Beck, Deputy Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Coming at you this week with a pretty jam-packed episode despite the time in of the offseason usually this uh, late February early March period uh, before the transition or franchise tag period opens it's usually a pretty boring one but the Steelers have packed us a ton of news nothing really has happened outside of the Cameron Hayward extension which gave the Steelers a little bit uh, a little bit more money working their way down to that all-important uh, salary cap total number by uh, by estimations The Steelers could roughly be about $7 million uh, back of being at even of that cap number uh, a few moves they could make to get there are within grasp without even having to cut anybody so being an optimist if uh, if that salary cap number even manages to grow from what it was a year ago the Steelers wouldn't have to worry at all about cutting anyone however and this is going to really be the the focus of this show is one Mr. Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger It seems as though uh, news from Ian Rappaport and Aditi Kinkabwala um, that there's kind of a a back and forth within the Steelers organization on what to do with one Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, There is, by all accounts, it it appears that there's two distinct sides in the organization. Now, one side saying uh, that they got to figure out a way to bring Big Ben back. The other side is saying it's time to move on. Now, when you have a franchise quarterback like uh, one of Ben Roethlisberger's uh, status, it is not easy to uh, separate from a team if it doesn't come from retirement. But that's the situation the Steelers kind of find themselves in right now. And Ben Roethlisberger's contract information is kind of the reason why they're in the position that they're in now. Um, But that's kind of the Steelers organization's fault. To begin with, putting such a high cap number on him, pushing money into the future for the past several years. Now, all of a sudden, the Steelers are facing a $41 million cap hit from Ben Roethlisberger. And if they were to just flat out cut him off the team, they'd still be paying $22 million for a player that isn't there. Now, if Ben Roethlisberger is unwilling to work out an extension by any means, then especially with a reduced cap hit that, of course, no one was expecting, but if if that's the way it's going to be and Ben doesn't want to lower that number like it was originally uh, reported he was, well, then it kind of seems like the two sides are destined for a divorce. Now... If that's the way it goes, the Steelers will find themselves in a very tricky situation moving forward because, of course, the quarterback position, like I've said before, is the most important position in all of professional sports. It just has too much of a role in the success of a team, and especially in a team-driven sport like professional football is – You need to have a solid quarterback to be able to compete for championships. And we've seen that year in and year out. There's only been a handful of quarterbacks, after all, that have won the Super Bowl that have been deemed kind of below average type guys. And I suppose the Steelers could try to model themselves out out of uh, that early uh, 2000s Ravens teams when they uh, won the Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer at quarterback by just having the nastiest defense in the league I suppose there are moves they could make to get to that spot but they are going to have to figure out something and they're going to have to figure out that awfully quick if that's the way things end up. So, what does this all mean for Ben Roethlisberger right now? And of course, as the show goes on and we get uh, past the commercial break, we might even mention some names of guys that might end up replacing old Ben Roethlisberger. But for right now, the likelihood of Ben Roethlisberger coming back next year, from two weeks ago, seeing seeming like a certainty, all of a sudden right now it almost feels like a coin flip to me, whether or not we'll see old number seven under center in 2021. Of course, one of the biggest factors to me, um, with things changing is Marquis Pouncey's retirement, which I, I, I hate to say it. If, if Pouncey was going to, uh, return to the league this year, he kind of seemed destined to be one of the guys that the Steelers couldn't move on from. I, I know he still had, uh, his successes, uh, as a center he also had a, a couple flaws and has taken a little bit of a step back but he would have still been a starting center in the nfl regardless of him being cut or being a stealer still so moving on from marquis Pouncy, one of ben roethlisberger's closest friends that in itself is something i think we should focus on because multiple other friends of ben roethlisberger like vance mcdonald also retired, Ryan Switzer, who by all accounts is extremely close with Ben Roethlisberger, was released in training camp. He's no longer there. A lot of these guys that are considered friends to Ben Roethlisberger, he's kind of aged on from, and he, while he's still under contract from the organization, the old guard, he's really seen kind of two different eras of Steelers football kind of move on, and he's going to be surrounded by a lot of young faces, and as someone who's rapidly approaching 40 years old, you got to ask yourself whether or not he wants to spend almost all of his time with these early 20-year-old kids that are completely different in in their life from uh, where Ben is right now. Of course, he's the most veteran guy on this team. Uh, If Tyson Alalu's not brought back, I think the next closest guy is either Cam Hayward or... Oh, so someone else, perhaps Vince Williams. Um, in that age range, like he still got close to ten years on uh, the next closest guy in age, and whether or not you think that's a that isn't a factor, or, or if it is, it's still something that would probably weigh heavy. Like those of you that have kids out there, if if you're just sitting there listening right now and think you could just go hang out with your kids' friends, like do you think you'd fit in? It's one of those things, and then consider hanging out with those kids 16 hours a day, seven days a week. It's just not something that I'm sure you think is quite feasible. And continuing on with Ben Roethlisberger, it's more than just that. He could be losing Juju Smith-Schuster, one of his top targets, even though he didn't use him quite well uh, last season. But Ben Roethlisberger, there's a lot of factors as to why he might not not want to come back alejandro villanueva is is, there's no way the steelers are re-signing him uh for another season at left tackle uh matt filer might be gone and we've heard it from ben roethlisberger before you you wanted to stick around as long as the guys in the offensive line in front of him were there with them even ramon foster he retired a year ago it's it's not the same team from what it was just just Two seasons ago, the last time Ben Roethlisberger was healthy, there there is going to be a considerable shift on the Steelers' offensive side of the ball. And that's really, as an offensive player in the league, those are the guys you're spending the most amount of time with. So Ben Roethlisberger, if he's looking at this team right now, he's definitely realizes he, he's going to be playing in a Matt Canada system. That's play action, heavy motion, heavy. Uh, it's an offense where you have to study a whole heck of a lot going into games. And by all accounts from a lot of reports this year and throughout the years has Ben Roethlisberger just isn't that guy that is going to sit there and take and spend hours and hours watching film. He just hasn't been that guy throughout his career. So, when he factors in this new offense and how much time he's got to put in and learning that and then how mu- his friends aren't going to be wh- where they were with him even from a year ago there's starting to be a lot of factors as to why Ben Roethlisberger might not want to return and then when you look at some other things as as though as the Steelers 2021 schedule which is going to be one of the more difficult ones in the league you, you you factor that in, you factor a potentially regressed Steelers team talent-wise, and all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, well, what is Ben Roethlisberger coming back for? And all of a sudden, as, as I'm sitting here talking to you today, I, I almost come to the realization that it seems less likely for Ben Roethlisberger to come back. But then, if he were to be cut, what team would he go to if he wanted to continue to play? What team would even want him? Ben Roethlisberger on a one-year deal would be a whole lot like Briggie and Philip Rivers, like the Indianapolis Colts did. But they might have, or they might have been the perfect fit for Ben Roethlisberger had he been released. However, they made the trade for Carson Carson Wentz. They're not in the market for a, a one-year rental at quarterback anymore. Looking across the NFL, the, the most QB needy teams that. You can obviously tell right away, like the San Francisco 49ers, of course, they're going to get some guys healthy back. That doesn't seem like a destination for Ben Roethlisberger at all, moving all the way to the West Coast, having a young family. I, I don't see that happening. Uh, the Chicago Bears, their offense flat out just isn't very good, and they're going to lose a lot of their top uh, top end skill players as well, uh, outside of just the quarterback position. I just can't see him playing for a team that isn't going to be competing for a championship next year, especially when you look at the Bears and their division. Where do they rank? I think they're third place just above the Detroit Lions. There really isn't a team right now that you could say, oh, Ben Roethlisberger could go there and they'd have a legitimate chance at competing for a championship. He isn't that guy that I think Tom Brady was a year ago and that team that Tom Brady went to just isn't there anymore i I suppose possibly the dallas cowboys could be if dak prescott and them can't work something out but i it just seems incredibly doubtful that that could be the case and by all accounts it seems like the dallas cowboys are going to franchise tag dak prescott how much money would they want to invest in their quarterback position if dak said he wanted to sit out for a year They already put the franchise tag on him, so they can't not have that money available because he could just roll in the facility whenever he wanted and sign that deal. And all of a sudden, they got to come up with forty million dollars or whatever that tag number is. So they got to have that available if they're going to put the tag on him for a second consecutive year. So. Just look across the NFL. Who could be looking for a one-year guy at quarterback that is just that quarterback piece away from a championship? It's it's not Denver. The, the Rams already have their next quarterback in Stafford. Detroit certainly isn't anywhere close to a championship. New England, they, their receiving core is probably the worst in the NFL. The Carolina Panthers are on a, a team that's rebuilding and by all accounts are heavy on Deshaun Watson stuff. It just isn't there for old Ben Roethlisberger. I I just don't see a spot for him outside of Pittsburgh. So if he's not coming back to the Steelers, to me, it basically says his time is up in the NFL and he's going to hang his cleats and his Jersey up and uh, shake everyone's hand and get ready for his uh, hall of fame speech five years from now. But if he's not a Steeler in 2021 I'm definitely leaning towards him uh, heading to retirement Um, so with all that said uh, we're going to move into a quick break here and on the other side we're going to talk about what the Steelers could potentially do at quarterback if Ben Roethlisberger decided to move on with his life with his career etc so hang tight we will be right back in just a moment it's time for the second half of the live bike podcast. Once again, my name is Michael Beck. Thank you for tuning in. In the first half of our show, we were talking about uh, Ben Roethlisberger, of course, uh, being the newsmaker that he really seems to be throughout this early offseason for the Steelers and really the NFL. He's one of the the guys that they keep going back to time and time again if uh, they need to talk about something on these sports shows. Ben Roethlisberger, obviously, there's some drama brewing in Pittsburgh whether or not he will be back. Now, I really wanted to focus the second half of the show on whether or not if he is gone what the Steelers could potentially do um, at that quarterback position without him now obviously the most likely scenario here is Mason Rudolph takes over the starting gig I, I really Get the feeling that's what's going to happen in about 90% of the cases of where this team could go. Even if they were to trade up for a quarterback, I think your week one starter is going to be Mason Rudolph. And if they have a rookie, which we will get into in a little bit. But if they had a rookie, they could come in in later weeks throughout the season once they start getting a grasp of the new Offense. So that being said, going back to Mason Rudolph, of course, as it stands right now, if Ben Roethlisberger is gone, the only two guys on the roster at the quarterback position is Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. Now, Dwayne Haskins is all the arm talent in the world but he is coming into a fairly complicated system. Uh, the Matt Canada system, like we've said time and time before, but he is someone that has struggled, uh, with the, the studying part of the game. And he struggled staying, staying on the right side of, uh, of that off season or out of off the field lifestyle. Uh, he's had his run-ins, uh, during his time with the Washington football team, uh, Right now, it's it's not looking as great for uh, Dwayne Haskins as being. Uh A future guy as a starter in the NFL just because of his checkered history if he messes up in Pittsburgh that's probably his last chance so right now he's he's more so fighting just to have a job in the NFL than I would say he's fighting to be a starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers that's what leads me to believe that Mason Rudolph is by all means the the quote unquote future of this position, whether or not that future is two weeks into week into the 2021 season or for a couple seasons until they really find the next franchise guy or just flat out make a move for one. So Mason Rudolph, like I've said, most likely going to be the starter. If Ben Roethlisberger isn't around, uh, And you know what? I have a little bit more faith than I think some Steelers fans will have in this situation. You look at the last two games Mason Rudolph played, uh, and they are just flat out the best two games of his career. So if he is to get a a full 16-game slate under his belt... Um, I think he could really uh, improve upon what he accomplished in 2018. Uh, not exactly a, a great year by all means in his debut season as a starter with Ben Roethlisberger the Spur out due to injury, but I think Mason Rudolph is uh, slowly developing. Uh, if he had a full training camp to practice as the starter, which we know he's never had, if he had that and uh, could practice as a starter, every single day of the practice week, not just Wednesdays when Ben Roethlisberger usually has a day off. If he gets those reps in with these, uh, the Steelers top receivers and he can figure out the Matt Canada system, I think he could have a solid season, especially uh, being in uh, being placed in positions where he would be much more successful than when he played in the Randy Feekner system and basically just got, teed off on because it was so obvious what was coming that teams would just throw it all out blitz at Mason and he really didn't have an opportunity to succeed whatsoever so I I'm cautiously optimistic with uh, Mason Rudolph being uh, the week one starter in 2021 outside of that the Steelers really aren't in a position to sign any big name type guy and by big name, there really isn't that many in 2021 uh in this free agency period uh unless the Cowboys and Dak Prescott decide not to uh agree, come to any agreement on a long-term deal and they do not sign a franchise tag. If they just let Dak be a pure free agent, that would be really the biggest fish of this class. The problem lies here, though, of how much money Dak Prescott wants and the Steelers just not having money. So if Dak Prescott is a true free agent this offseason, it just isn't going to happen. He will find another team Elsewhere, so really, when you look outside of that, there aren't too many names. Uh, of course, you got Cam Newton from New England, who's really regressed his last two years as a starter in the NFL. Uh, to Rod Taylor, uh, he's looked all right at times uh, in, in his previous stops, but he he really seems to just kind of be a stopgap bridge type quarterback that uh, kind of leads. Leads a team uh, for a couple games until really a rookie takes over. Uh, It's happened to him a number of occasions already. Moving past that, you have Jameis Winston, who's really kind of dead set on becoming the... the uh, New Orleans Saints starting quarterback I can't see him leaving uh, Leaving Louisiana he, he just seems to be the guy that is going to uh, have the next opportunity to take over from Drew Brees just based on uh, probably his lower salary that they can afford his familiarity with the system and really they just took a chance on him being the next guy after he left Tampa Bay uh, continuing on with that you have Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, I believe he's played 17 17- seasons himself I suppose he could be a, another bridge type quarterback if the Steelers are looking to draft someone but again it it doesn't make much sense for him to come anywhere on a, a low money type deal which is kind of what the Steelers would have to be looking at to bring in another quarterback um there are some cap casualty possibilities. Those uh the, the most glaring being uh Teddy Bridgewater from the Carolina Panthers who it kind of seems Dustin will be cut or traded. I don't think anyone's going to be throwing out any uh big time offers at old Teddy Bridgewater. So it kind of seems like he will be cut. Uh outside of that, Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers who themselves look to be upgrading their quarterback position if they can't find anyone however jimmy g will most likely be back as their starter in 2021 as well so i'm not holding my breath there uh outside of that uh when it comes to trade uh trade targets in this offseason most of those most of the big name trades have already happened of course deshaun watson would uh, be the biggest of those names however the steelers could really this year couldn't be in that market as much as I know some of you want that, Deshaun Watson is going to go to a team with a ton of cap space and a ton of high draft capital. Uh, the best thing the Steelers can offer uh, the the Houston Texans is the 24th overall pick, which is just not good enough. Uh, they want a top 10 pick, uh, so the Steelers would have to figure out a way to acquire a top 10 pick and then give away more first-round picks in years thereafter. It just isn't possible. The Steelers do not have the assets to make that trade come true. Uh, Perhaps Marcus Mariota could be a guy. Just by saying that, it seems a little tough. I know some teams are high on him. Uh, He could fit the system uh, with Matt Canada fairly well, but for right now, he still has a significant cap hit. And I don't know how how bad the Raiders want to continue doing trades with the Pittsburgh Steelers because it seems like each time those two teams make a trade, the Raiders somehow get screwed uh, and basically uh, don't have the player they traded for or uh, draft a bust immediately thereafter. Uh, The Raiders might just want to avoid the Steelers and uh, those trade calls because it just has not worked out for them in the slightest. So... It could be interesting. Mariota, of course, he could also be a guy that gets cut. It'll be interesting to see whether or not that happens. But uh, with Derek Carr there and Mariota in the last year of his deal, it kind of seems uh, that they're, they are also heading for a split. Now, the most likely thing I could see happening is the Steelers uh, deciding to, to draft uh, a quarterback. This is where it gets to be a little bit more of a challenge, however. Um, I I think we know for sure Trevor Lawrence will be the first overall pick. There's no way the Steelers could make a move and climb all the way up uh, to, to draft someone of that magnitude. Zach Wilson uh, is a guy that from BYU of course uh, has climbed up the draft boards and I've never seen him and his name slip anywhere past really the fifth pick anymore or sixth overall pick. I should say, uh, he is not i don't expect him to slip at all um and again he's he, he's gonna be in a position where the sealers really have no hope of trading up to uh, acquire a guy like that the next two names justin fields and trey lance both of them could potentially be top eight picks and i wouldn't be surprised if that is exactly what ended up happening but one of those two could potentially slip and I, I think it's more likely that Trey Lance would be the guy that uh, takes a little bit of a tumble down the draft boards just based on only playing one game uh, because of the FCF's uh, schedule and the, their battles with COVID 19. Now, if he tumbles down, I, I could see the Steelers try to strike a move to uh, acquire a player like Trey Lance. Um, of course, the other name uh, that is expected to be the fifth. Uh, quarterback selected in the 2021 class Is one Mac Jones I know, uh, of course, he played in an offense That was extremely loaded with talent And, he, uh, of course, he was the bus driver of that offense But he had the best offense line The best running back uh, The best player in college football uh, and, and then another receiver that many expect uh, When healthy is better than uh, Devontae Smith really, you just look at that offense and their offensive coordinator being Steve Sar- Sarkisian. It, it just, it's just not a great recipe, especially because he's undersized and not the most athletic guy I can understand why people would be against uh, selecting Mac Jones, but he could be someone that might be available when the Steelers pick, and by all accounts right now, it kind of looks like... Mac Jones might even be drafted well before the Steelers uh, even get on the clock. So it it could be interesting if the Steelers really want a quarterback and they want one in the first round, they are looking at trading up for someone. Uh, Then when you continue to look at the rest of the quarterback class, I'm usually opposed to really just drafting mediocre guys in uh, the middle to late rounds because 99% 99% of the time they don't work out. Uh, there's only been one Tom Brady in the history of football. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if, uh, that's the last Tom Brady, Uh, type player we ever see uh, at least in my lifetime just because of the rarity of finding someone that turns into a franchise quarterback uh, in those late rounds so really the next guy number six seems to be Kyle Trask but his kind of line of work really kind of leads him to the comparison of being the next Mason Rudolph and of course the Steelers already have Mason Rudolph on the team. And he, he's going to be four years in his development uh, by the time 2021 hits. If uh, if he's not a guy by then, I, I don't know why you'd want to start the entire process all over by drafting Kyle Trask. There's some other interesting names after that. But to me right now, that's all they are is a list of names. Uh, so right now with all those with all the names that have just been mentioned from trade targets to free agents to drafting someone it really seems like the Steelers are kind of destined to uh, just go into the season with Mason Rudolph and uh, Dwayne Haskins as their two quarterbacks and most likely they will bring someone in on a on a cheap veteran type deal if they don't draft someone and that kind of seems like uh, what they'd be destined for if Ben Roethlisberger isn't around uh coming into next season so i wouldn't be surprised if that's what it looked like i think the most likely scenario after that is trading up uh for someone like trey lance but if it's not if it's not lance it really looks like to me like i just said mason rudolph getting his opportunity to be the starter uh if he flops of course he's in the last year of his deal as well uh and the steelers can just they would know what they have Mason and they'd be quite easily able to move on and try to find another quarterback in 2022, which I think is a little bit more likely. Uh, The draft of course, isn't as strong, but uh, the Steelers will be another year down the road and can look for the next guy. uh, Once they get there, Uh, just continuing looking along and kind of uh, talking about what, this entire podcast has been about is Ben Roethlisberger and his future on this team. Uh, I think still, as of this moment, Ben Roethlisberger is still the top option. The Steelers have, uh, if he's not back, I think the Steelers will probably take a bit of a step back next year. And I know Ben struggled a little bit as the season wore on in 2020. However, he still was coming off a major elbow surgery. Uh, He'll have a full training camp. So if he is back, I think the Steelers can build upon what uh, they did early on in the season uh, just a year ago. So, with all that being said and to wrap things up I think uh, this is obviously going to be the storyline to watch until uh, we hit the start of free agency what the Steelers do with Ben Roethlisberger because really once uh, we hit March 17th the Steelers uh, only have a a couple days left uh, until Ben Roethlisberger's contract be- basically becomes locked in so we are less than a month away from knowing exactly what's going to happen to Ben Roethlisberger and then we can really start to piece together uh, some solid predictions of what's going to happen with the rest of the off season so with all that being said i want to thank you for tuning in to the live mic uh again my name is michael back your deputy editor of behind the steelcurtain.com. and make sure you're clicking over to that website there's tons of great steelers content coming to you each and every day uh, and make sure you're checking out the rest of the podcast family from behind the steel curtain and once again thank you for tuning in we will catch you guys next week